It is good to be back together, and uh, I am grateful for the opportunities that this summer has uh, made possible uh, to take uh, young people to Colorado and to take young and older people to Medjugorje, uh, in addition to various other things, funerals um, and uh, different gatherings and events. But uh, ultimately, after everything's over, I'm kind of like, oh, I want school to start. <laughs> and I, don't, I certainly know that that wasn't my thought when I was the one going to school. <laughs> so I don't know what you guys are thinking, but uh, it's nice to have a change of routine. But it also should engage us to want to get back to the life that is primarily what we're under. And for you guys, that's being a student, for me being a pastor, being a priest, chaplain here. Um, And that's in many ways what the pilgrimage does. A pilgrimage helps us uh, reconnect in ways, uh, go deeper, disconnect from the things that keep us from a life of uh, vibrant faith and awareness of who we are and who God is. And then that way, when we go back, it's not as if we left the pilgrimage, but then we're able to see, ah, my whole life is a pilgrimage. Because truly, like, we're just here. Our whole life, everything, you guys being students, being football player, do everything you guys are doing uh, is just a means of preparing you for eternally being his child, experiencing that abundant love over and over and over again. Uh, and so this is the place in which we do that, whether it's on the court or whether it's uh, in a classroom or whether it's in a sacristy. Uh, what a gift it is to be reminded of this life that we've been given, this pilgrimage we are on to an eternal destiny. And the ordinariness of life sometimes is hardest to see him, but most beautiful when we begin to do so. Uh, Our readings remind us that this pilgrimage, this journey of life is not easy and it can be filled with many difficult things. Uh, Here in the prophet Jeremiah speaking about our enemies, very real circumstances when people are against us, right? And we've all uh, had those moments. Um, I don't, you know, you can look at your own lives, but there's times maybe in athletics especially where, you know, maybe someone's out to get you. (laughs) Maybe somebody's, you know, they don't mean it, but they're just like, I want... Uh, I want that spot, you know, or I, I, uh, they're getting a little more glory and, 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 you know, whatever that might be. I don't know in classrooms. I don't think it's as big of a deal, but uh, I know as you get up higher into the different uh, postgraduate degrees, yeah, what standing you have in the class matters. And, and, uh, or, so in various ways, we can see that it isn't even just like somebody who wants me to like, fail or like really is after me in a dangerous way, but the little ways in which people sort of come at us and sometimes they're even friends. They're people that we like being with. And um, so there's, there's difficulties. And then we see that there's our own difficulties. I, I, I don't even need to worry about friends trapping me. <laughs> I seem to be able to trap myself, right? <laughs> Set up little things like, oh, I'm going to do this, do this, do this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? And then there's those circumstances that maybe aren't necessarily uh, being trapped or dangerous, but just the, the, the challenge of living life and the ways in which things don't go as we want, maybe in our own families or in friendships. 
uh, it, it can be difficult and people don't live the way that we want to or people aren't doing what we wish they would or we think that they should. And all of those things can really uh, bind us, right? They can uh, put us in places of confusion and um, can, can cause difficulty in life. In the readings, we then can ask ourselves, what's the response that the Lord gives us to the fact that these evils are out there? My experience has been one of the biggest temptations is to fight the evil. Right? I mean, we're, we're good. We're told to like, go for it. Buck up. You can overcome, right? Uh, and we can try and do that same thing in our own lives to try and like overcome the difficulty. But what happens in the prophet Jeremiah? The prophet Jeremiah, number one, the first thing you do, recognize the Lord. Sit. When we're confused, when, when things aren't going, when someone's coming, Lord, where are you? Right? That's the number one thing. Because in the end, there's always going to be more. What is it that eternal life will be? A recognition of God's love in my life. A recognition of who I am. And so, in this life, in preparation on the pilgrimage, I need to grow in my ability to recognize the Lord. And sometimes when the enemy is coming at me, when things aren't what went out, when I'm in confusion, it's the moment when I'm finally like throw everything down and I'm like, Lord, I can't even fight against this anymore. I've been trying to get out of this sin for how long? I didn't need you. Would you do something? Right there. That's the place of grace. I am weak, but you still come to me. I am fallen in my own traps, and yet you somehow are at the bottom rescuing me. And then what's the second thing that we do in light of that? Give praise to God, right? Jeremiah tells us here. uh, um, Where are we? Um, Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. And why? For he has rescued the life of the poor. Right? And so out of the awareness of him in my life, then I just speak of him and I witness to him and I give praise to him for what it is that he has done for me. And oftentimes, it isn't even that he solved the problem that made me go to him. The praise that I give to him is that I am wonderfully made. The praise that I give to him is his world is wonderfully made. And then we just speak of those things. And in the gospel, we realize that this is the way in which we can acknowledge the Father. And when we do so, we recognize that promise that he will not deny us, even in spite of our own difficulties and all of the ways in which we're trying our best. On the way home from the pilgrimage, no one ever conceived how long we would be standing in lines. Forever. I just read an article that said that the Airbus can't keep up with the number of airplanes that are demanded. Well, I have proof of that because the airports are like nuts. Right? You got connecting flights, you got all these things, and we're standing in line. And boy, if there isn't an opportunity to already throw the whole pilgrimage to the side and be like, come on! And what do you want to do? Couldn't even one place? They had like... They had these four people sitting in this chair for one section of the like screening and the, the protection. And then they had 
two people sitting at the, the desks that go through the baggage. The two people that were going through the baggage uh, then had two other people that then once they picked one out, then they would rummage through it. So the two people looking at the screen, two pe- and they were like busting their tails, busting their tails. Like, I mean, they were, they were working hard. The line was forever, right? And then in this other section that you go through where they like pat you down or whatever, the four people are like sitting in these like chairs. They're just sitting there. <laughs> and all I could think is, who thought this up? Who didn't think we need to have one person here and those other three people over there? Someone was probably paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to like figure out this arrangement and it still isn't working efficiently. Do you know how tempting it is to just let that root in my mind? Instead of saying, Lord... Thank you for the gift of this pilgrimage. Thank you for living in an age in all of human history where I could just jump on a plane and go to Medjugorje. Thank you for the financial strength or ability or whatever that I have the ability to be a part of this that people would want a priest to be on there for chaplaincy. And then in this last section before we go into the customs, it was awesome because the line just went back and forth and 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 back and forth. Well, there were 70 of us on pilgrimage. So over time, it was like awesome because then we'd just pass each other. Oh, hey, how's it going? (laughs) And this is the life of God in the world, Jesus Christ in the world, as we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Let us pray for the grace to recognize his face when he passes by. And if it seems like he isn't visible, trust that he's just at the other side, ready to make a turn and come back to you. Lord, might our enemies be defeated. Might we see the conquering of our own hearts, the conquering of the evil in this world. But most importantly, might we see you you working in our hearts and minds, filling us with your peace and giving us the fullness of life that makes us desire to turn to all that we meet and speak of you.